here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Rob McCarron. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road, in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give him a big middle finger! (laughs) You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. Rob, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, there you go. I got to turn up my volume. That's my problem. Turn up your volume. Yes, I am here. Okay, go. Go? I don't have an intro. You don't? (laughs) No. Not for this. Not Uh, for this. What does this mean? What does not for this mean? Uh, for the pay-per-views. I don't I don't sit oh, around thinking of a clever no, open. No clever opens for the pay-per-views, huh? <laughs> They're not special enough for you. They are literally special events. You should have special intros for them. Oh, I'm sorry. In fact, I'm sorry. the intros on pay-per-view should be even longer. They should be five minutes long, oh. uh, okay. reminiscing about all the past weeks of Shake Them Ropes episodes that led us here. And then in between each segment and each match we talk about, we should talk about the five weeks of history leading up to those matches in four-minute vid- uh, vignettes that take up more time <laughs> than some of the matches on the show. That's what we should do. Why have we not done this yet? How about you come up with an open for once? Oh, shots fired. <laughs> all right, all right let's, let's do this open. Today on Shake Them Ropes, we're going to talk about Extreme Rules. Jeff, how are you? Hi. <laughs> I uh, I came up with that open on the fly. I am I am witty. I am quick. Uh, this is Extreme Rules, 2017. This is Shake Them Ropes episode 213. I think. Uh, thanks everybody for listening on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and everywhere else. Uh, you can catch us at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Catch Jeff at Crap Game 13, and get all his hot takes on Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Although you do not have to go to his Twitter to do that tonight because you will get it on this very episode of the show. Uh, But first, Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar is a match that is going to happen in July. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, The build is going to be interesting. I, I don't know. Thinking about it in retrospect, I thought, and I also thought Samoa Joe cut a really good promo on uh, on Raw Talk afterwards. I got a chance to watch that before we uh, started recording. Joe is probably, out of the five people in that match, the most disposable, yes? Yeah, probably. I mean, a loss isn't going to hurt him. Uh, but it's a also, loss isn't going to hurt him. He's not being, hurt, he's, but it's going to be a hoss battle. It's going to be a big man yes. versus big man, even yes. though Samoa Joe is you know, 5'9 or whatever he is. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's it, no, it's going to be a pretty cool deal. And he the thing about Samoa Joe is 
he'll probably put a little bit of a hurting on Brock and it'll look believable because Joe's a thick, you know, tough guy. But he'll also make Brock's offense look even bigger and better mm-hmm. because he's a big guy who's going to be, be uh, thrown around here. And yeah, loss doesn't matter. They'll reboot him for something for SummerSlam, maybe Seth Rollins or uh, something like that. And you keep the Roman Reigns match out of the near future, uh, leaving that for a bigger pay-per-view. Uh, you leave a possible Seth Rollins match in the future because after all, this is not a, a big pay-per-view coming up or a big special event coming up. Samoa Joe almost is like the perfect opponent. And that's kind of what led me into thinking that Seth Rollins was going to get this match because I didn't think they were going to save Seth Rollins and Brock for another big pay-per-view. Uh, but yeah, we got Samoa Joe here. Uh, well, Samoa Joe winning. What, it, what it kind of says to me mm-hmm. is that, I mean, at least I, I just thinking about it. Joe is probably not getting a significant run with the world with the universal title. No, I don't think he's at getting any, any run at any it. at any point on the main roster. Yeah, probably while he's not. On there. And and if he does, it's because of uh, what we think is probably because of injury, probably because of necessity versus any you know plan for him to uh, get that later on. No, it would be to build up either Finn or Roman in some way. Yeah, but Brock's it, already it, that guy to build up Roman. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. I mean, that that would be the only reason. I mean, if he got if he got the belt, it would only be to help those two. And sure. for some reason, Brock's not involved. Um, and they still want to keep Bray relatively strong because they view him as a main event heel. They can plug into any program. Yeah. So Joe. Now, now that I'm thinking about makes more sense than Seth in some ways, in some ways, not in all ways. Um, do we want to talk about the match now or do we want to wait? No, talk about the match. This was the big one. This is the the match that made this show, the match that made this special event. Uh, you know, we we talk about Samoa Joe facing Brock Lesnar. Samoa Joe was excellent in this match. I think all the guys were. Uh, Roman Reigns thought, included. Yeah. Excellent match. It was obvious that the point of the match was to make Roman the most strong person in the match. Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, that 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 was uh, that was uh, blatantly clear to, to me at some point. I did like, <laughs> I liked the Joe Bray team up up until the point of the breakup, which I found contrived. I, I hate that that they have to eventually, you know, <laughs> just push and shove the, in the middle of what is obviously a fatal five way. Just punch the guy in the face the and bad, get on with it. Yeah, the bad guys who team together—that's never been done before. To uh, try and become the final two, somehow had a, a communication breakdown and end up battling. Yeah, I uh, that is a trope that happens uh, pretty much every time at this point, right? It's always the yeah. case. It's yeah. always the case. And these two bad guys decided to team up. Uh, and yeah, well, Bray Wyatt was, uh, it, it kind of fits within Bray Wyatt's gimmick. It doesn't really fit within Samoa Joe's too much. Although, I, I don't even know if he has an established gimmick in WWE outside of being a tough guy and being a hitman at this point. Hitman. For he's, he's for hire, and he yeah. was basically kind of for hire yeah. by Bray here. In but terms it, but of it's great. It, it's kind of yeah. great for Bray because Bray's whole thing is about how he recruits people to be on his side, mm-hmm. and he is a mastermind, and he recruited Samoa Joe to be on his side here, and it almost worked. I thought Finn looked particularly good in this match, too. I, I did. I thought he was – I mean, this is one of his better matches since his return. Surprised at the lack of – this was going to be the first test to see if they bring back Demon Baylor. Balor. Balor. Um, I wasn't. Baylor. I think they're going, I think they've actually thought Ballard. about this and that they're going to Jesus, shut up, shut up. Um, Fine. I, I think, I think they've actually thought about this Finn. and that they're only going to bring out the demon for uh-huh. big title, matches. the big single matches. 
The big singles, maybe not even title matches, maybe title okay. matches, but the big singles matches. matches. Yes. I mean, you, you couldn't give, I mean, could you have given a four minute intro or four minute entrance when you have a five way main event? No. And also, I mean, but the thing is they, they should still change up his offense when he comes out in the demon outfit. He should be far more aggressive than he is. I don't think they've learned that lesson yet, but, uh, I, I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, I was surprised, but at the same time, I wasn't. It didn't. It didn't irk me that he didn't come out in the demon outfit. I'm. I'm kind of happy he didn't come out in the demon outfit. To be honest with you. Now, before this match began uh, a couple of days ago, uh, if you had been, if you follow close attention to pro wrestling on the on the news sites and the rumor sites or Twitter or whatever, uh, a lot of the the European websites that take bets on pro wrestling. Because uh, the U.S. websites are smart enough not to do that. The the overseas, for us here, websites that took bets on this had a run of betting on Samoa Joe on Thursday. To where Samoa mm. Joe, they literally took him off the board because everyone was putting money on Samoa Joe. Or a lot of money was going in on Samoa Joe. Which led a lot of people to believe that, okay, the finish has been decided. People are now being told of what, what it is and what to plan for. And those in the know went into these European betting websites online. And bet on Samoa Joe. So, going into Thursday, Samoa Joe became the heavy favorite. And if you're paying attention to rumors, you would think that, okay, Samoa Joe is now the favorite to win this match. I didn't catch up on that until about Saturday. I just didn't, I didn't see any of that until about Saturday. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Thursday, Thursday's kind of early. Uh, we see a lot of these in the no bettings come in on like Sunday evening, right before the show when everything is really settled. And they didn't see, obviously, we didn't see much change in the betting because Samoa Joe had been taken off the board. So there wasn't really that kind of betting that we could go at and see last minute. So Samoa Joe's the favorite going in, uh, literally, uh, with these betting websites. And I'm like, I, I still think Seth Rollins might do it. I still think, I, I think those are the only two possible, really. I didn't really see Finn Balor getting a Brock Lesnar match because Finn Balor and Brock is a match that you can have uh, much later if you want to. Finn Balor's a guy who's still only a, a year in. And he is a huge babyface with a higher trajectory probably than Samoa Joe as far as being a guy they put the title on for a long period of time. But you never know what might happen. Uh, so yeah, so those might have gone into this match thinking Samoa Joe was the predictable answer if they had paid attention to all these betting websites. It, it sounds like from your little, uh, your little O there that you did not see any of that. Is that true? I stayed away from all that news for the most part. Probably this good. Weekend. It's probably good. I stayed away from it too. I just, I, I don't even remember how I saw it yesterday. I just came across, it might've been on Twitter. It might've been on like a Yahoo website, like all some, these degenerate yeah, gamblers, Reddit, probably or at least there, I, actually, I think there's only probably one. There's probably one WWE employee and then they go, Oh, he's the guy. So yeah. all the bookmakers start betting money on it. It's like, okay, it's road dog, isn't it? I'm, it's I'm probably willing, it's I'm, Vince. I'm willing to say it exclusively right now that Road Dog was putting all the money on Samoa Joe, and that's why the European websites had to had to take him down. So put that on the scroll. Road Dog is your insider better. Um, yeah. So uh, Samoa Joe ends up getting the win now, and great balls of fire. Uh, the penis show is headlined by Samoa Joe. <laughs> Have you seen the graphic? Did you pay attention to that graphic for Great Balls of Fire? obviously not closely it is, enough. It is a dick and balls made of flames. Oh, dear Lord. Look at it, man. And look at it and stare at it and judge it. <laughs> it is a dick and balls made of flames. It is great balls of fire. Why are, why is anyone surprised? It's blowing up my Twitter feed. 
That is blowing up my Twitter feed as well as uh, something else. There was apparently a basketball game tonight. I'm not really sure. I thought basketball was over. Uh, but yeah, those are the two things blowing up my Twitter feed at this time. Oh, there's actually another thing that is blowing up the Twitter feed right now. And it's guitar. No, well, that <laughs> okay. it is related to Samoa Joe, obviously Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. A lot of people are now comparing this match. They're talking about, is this the biggest match of Brock Lesnar's or uh, Samoa Joe's career facing Brock Lesnar on the WWE pay-per-view in the main event in the singles match? It's a pretty big match for the career of Samoa Joe. Now, his career is more towards the end than it is towards the beginning. And at the beginning of his career, kind of in the midway point of his peak in 2005. Kenta, right? Huh? Kenta Kobashi. Kenta Kobashi and Samoa Joe wrestled in New York City. Right. And a lot of people are talking about this match being relative to Samoa Joe and Kenta Kobashi. And now, because everything has to be an argument, people are wondering, what was bigger? Kenta Kobashi versus Samoa Joe or Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar? And do you agree or disagree with the fact that they can both be two of the biggest matches of his career and for many, many different reasons, they are both great. I I, I don't think you can judge one over the other. I think the problem comes not so much in comparing will it be a great match, but in the former, you're excited to see who's going to win in the latter you're pretty sure who's going to win. I think, well, I remember going into that show pretty much assuming Kento Kobashi was winning. I don't think okay. that, I don't think that's a major issue. I think Kento Kobashi was coming in and winning. Samoa Joe wasn't a major international name at the moment. He was a big ROH name, obviously. Uh, and it was a match that, you know, ROH fans, if you're not familiar, Ring of Honor in 2005 put together one of the more famous wrestlers in Japanese history, Kento Kobashi, mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of his career, came in and wrestled Samoa Joe, who was on the uprise. Uh, in Ring of Honor, and had established himself as a major ROH name, but was not an international name. He was not a regular on TNA yet. He had obviously not been in NXT or WWE yet. I mean, his his biggest uh, claim and 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 uh, and what fandom, his most popularity has been this year. I mean, on notoriety, WWE TV. notoriety, notoriety is the word. More people know Samoa Joe now in, with his WWE run than they ever did before, and just you know the numbers, but. This was a huge match in history and the Samoa Joe match with Kenta Kabashi pretty much cemented him as, okay, this is a legit, you know, future star, uh, even bigger than he was at the time. Whereas this match kind of cements the fact that, yeah, he was as big of a star as people thought he was like getting the match with Brock Lesnar, especially if he goes out there and puts together a really good one with Brock, like people are going to remember Samoa Joe as being legit. And and WWE fans who weren't familiar with him pre WWE are going to be like, okay, this is the, everything they say about this guy is true. This guy is legit. He's not some you know hype from the indies or from TNA who really couldn't do it on the big stage. They're they're both important. One for the beginning of the career, one for the tail end of the career. I, I, the match with Kenta Kabashi is probably going to be a better match than the Brock Lesnar match, but you never know. Brock has put on some some classics in his second run here in WWE. Um, yeah, this is it's it's hyped, man. I'm excited for Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. It's going to be great. It's going to be a main event that has to save the rest of the pay per view, much like this five way was. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while since I watched that Kenta Kabashi match. I bet it's been a while since a lot of people have watched that Kenta Kabashi match. And if you haven't watched it, go seek it out. It was great, and you'll find a better um, a better recognition of really who Samoa Joe is. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would agree with that. I was thinking it 
it might be as big as the Kurt Angle Joe match. Kurt Angle and Joe. Kurt Angle and Joe was one of the bigger matches of his career. Yeah, I'd put that in that pantheon, too. Because that one, I just remember that going, man, this is my turnaround TNA. (laughs) That was a huge (laughs) match also in Kurt Angle's career, by the way. Because Kurt Angle just left WWE. Everyone knew he was legit, but you wonder, okay, what's the guy going to do in in TNA? Is he going to mail it in? Is he going to come in and work just as hard? And he had that series with Samoa Joe that was like, if Kurt Angle can do this in TNA, I mean, he might be better in TNA than he was in WWE. Yeah. I mean, those, those in terms of one-on-one matches, I mean, you you have the three-way with, uh, with Daniel Bryan and, or Brian Danielson and, uh, Chris Daniels as still, or no, was it a, it was AJ, right? AJ and Chris Daniels. Some of those matches were really, really sloppy. Some of them were Mm -hmm. good. Some of them were sloppy. That's the, that's the time in AJ's career where he was still finding himself and he was really, he was phenomenal. He could do some really cool things, but at the same time he was CM Punk level of sloppy and things would just fall apart really quick. You'd know better than me because that, that was your sweet spot for fandom right there. Yeah. AJ was AJ at that time was, uh, to me much better in singles matches than he was in these multi-man. And that, that's probably still true, uh, to this day, but man, those Chris Daniel, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles matches, you go back and watch them and you actually just don't look at all the cool spots that hit, watch the whole match in whole. And there'll be some cringe worthy times that you're looking at mm-hmm. AJ Styles in the ring there. Um, but I digress. Uh, any anything else of note in the main event? I mean, we got Samojo the winner. We got Finn Balor looking really good. Don't really know what happens with Seth Rollins at this point. Do they actually go Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns in a? I'm uh, hoping a he's okay. Match? I'm hoping he's okay because I've I've watched that replay of that frog splash onto the table a few times. Yeah. He whacks that knee pretty good. I mean, he might be doing a sell job there, which is fine. But he did hit that knee, even though it does have a nice little brace around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, first on the frog splash. So I'll be interested to see if there's any lingering things with him. Yeah. Uh, we, I guess we'll find out on Raw. We'll find out what the next steps are. I mean, we got some time here before uh, Great Balls Great of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. July 9th. <laughs> July 9th. And they're going to be, uh, we got, what, two weeks before the next pay-per-view, which is Money in the Bank on the SmackDown side. Um, I, don't, I just don't know what they're going to do on Raw. I, I still, they might be doing the same thing they've been doing for the last couple of weeks. And have a rotating, you know, singles match series between Bray, Finn, Seth, and Roman. Like yeah. those, those four guys, two of them will be in a singles match. It's just a matter of randomly picking the two. We're gonna need another number one contender after might, Joe. Might <laughs> but beat the clock challenge coming back. Beat the clock, maybe. Uh, Has Titus O'Neil done enough to earn himself a beat the clock challenge match? <laughs> no, but that pre-show match was pretty darn fantastic. I thought because he had two best friends going in there. Two good friends. They know they know of each other. Uh, you had two guys going in there that were uh, getting a singles match finally on a pay-per-view. Um, Apollo Crews getting lost. Callisto getting the win. Uh, this Titus brand, it needs more time. It needs main event time. And you know what I want to see? Apollo Crews versus the Drifter. <laughs> I thought the match was Apollo Crews' best since getting called up. Uh, definitely. I... I don't know. The only the only downer on that match was the uh, I mean, look, I come from that school of thought where you want to make manager interference look realistic enough so that it, when the, the when he blows it for the guy, he, he there there is legit complaints. That handshake 
hold in place spot until Callisto could come over and kick him and do the, you know, it, it was just, I was like, it's too long. It, it was just far too long and far too out there and far too within the WWE's wheelhouse. And that's the way they do it. I get it. They always go big and over dramatic, but that, mm-hmm. that, that was the only downer on that on the match for me there. The only and this crowd um, was hot. This the, that's were? the weird yeah. thing is this early this they crowd were. was like was like an old was late eighties. It was a late eighties NWA crowd yeah. to Yo, start. Sure. I mean, yeah. we've watched matches from those things we, where they yeah. were just hot the entire time for like the first couple matches, and then in the middle of the show they just died until the main event. That that's what fascinated me about this Baltimore crowd. Oh, the Baltimore crowd. You also had Adam Jones in the crowd dressing up for the occasion. Baltimore mm-hmm. Orioles center fielder. Oh, him. Him. I think some people thought it was Pac-Man Jones, the Cincinnati Bengal. Because <laughs> I saw some tweets like Pac-Man looking dressed up tonight. I'm like, that's not the right Adam Jones. Oh, Adam Jones. It's the one that plays the, the, the inferior sport. Yeah. Inferior to what? <laughs> American football? You wish. The most American of all games. Right. Mm-hmm. The Miz defeated Dean Ambrose. We have a new intercontinental champion. This went as you would. They teased the fact that they wouldn't use the DQ part as the finish. What'd you make of the finish? It's so odd that in within 15 seconds, I loved and then hated it. <laughs> it was like, yes, competent refereeing in storyline. This is what wait he's gonna go call the dq turn around run in count the three. Oh, the ref's an idiot again <laughs> yeah I just that, that was for me I mean, that, that's the story of this entire middle of the card here for me is is thinking of these cutesy finishes to to tie in with the stipulation as opposed to just being kind of more straight ahead yeah but but that's what i thought of that i don't mind the miz getting the title i just that the ending was just like, oh god. Well, it why? means it means more Miz and Dean Ambrose. What's the gimmick match they have at Great Balls of Fire? Because it's happening again. It's going to be a loser match has too. loser has a loser has his ball set on fire. I think that should be the stipulation. And you have Maurice and Renee in like a box, just just watching and. Oh, uh, no, no, don't no, do that to no. my man. You, when no. you, please, when you say in a box, I assume you just mean like a, uh, a on-screen cage. box there. No, yeah, stop or, it. What are you talking? What are you doing? A cage or a, or a, uh, or a, or a luxury suite of some kind. All right. Those are two very different things. First of all. Oh, okay. Make, make whatever. What did you think I was talking about? I was, I was trying to save you. Don't. I was, trying, I was trying to save you and say they would be oh. on screen as if they were watching on television in a box in the corner watching the match. At. Yeah, not okay. a cage, sir. Well, Just I'll go down with this ship. Shake <laughs> them no ropes does not take thing. responsibility for Jeff Hawkins' <laughs> comments on the have show. Them, have them on commentary because Lord knows it can't get any worse. Oh, boy. Alicia Fox and Gnome Dar versus uh, Rich Swan, Sasha Banks. Rich Swan won in his hometown, a fact that Sasha Banks brought up on Raw Talk, Talking Raw. Yes. Uh, Rich Swan gets the win. Sasha Banks gets the win. Six minutes. Uh, Sasha Banks, what the hell's going to go on with her now? Sasha Banks did not dance pre-match. Yes, for all you. I, I That was spoiler <laughs> alert because that was the poll we were going to talk about later on in the show. But yeah, what do you know? 
What do you know? Um, and I, I enjoyed this. I thought I thought Alicia Fox and Sasha were a little vicious with one another. I, I liked no. that. I liked the Sasha double knee spot onto Noam Dar. I thought that was pretty uh, good. It's obvious Sasha Sasha would like a Money in the Bank match on Raw, please. Yeah, <laughs> sooner rather than later. She would just like a um, match on a Raw pay per view. I just that isn't the, an afterthought. The only thing that that got me really is. <laughs> the the spot leading to the hot tag. Mm-hmm. This I don't under. This is a, another piece of logic that WWE does not ever address. That kills me in every way. If someone is crawling towards their partner, why do you have to crawl towards your partner if you they have to come out anyways? That's true. You could just lay there in the middle of the ring. Exactly. Save you your can energy. Lay there and rest and save your energy. Because they if have to. Yeah. Go- what do you need a hot tag for? Like, oh, you're going to go hot tag your partner. You're wasting your energy crawling to your partner. I can take my sweet time because your partner has to wait while mine gets in the ring and waits for me. No, the, the, the other person never has to tag. Well, that's true. Once the once once the sexes switch it's automatically that the other person has to come in. So right. you never have to tag. Right. So it was just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. But if one... the other, if the other team tags, you have to tag out. It's what happens. Yeah. If you're the, if you're the heel in the middle of the ring, you just stay there. You wait, you don't waste mm-hmm. your energy. You exactly. stay there. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Oh, changing the game here. Changing the whole way. Mixed tags I'm are sorry. done. I'm sorry, Rob. I, I just pulled the curtain back on you, but Okay. At Shake Them Ropes, will Sasha Banks dance before her tag match at Extreme Rules? 72% of the audience were wrong. And to close out the poll, was WCW great? 66% said yes. Mm. Yep. Uh, What do we got next here? We had uh, Alexa Bliss versus Bailey. Uh, They went super quick on this one. Uh, Bailey was afraid of using the poll. Alexa Bliss was not afraid of using the poll. And it served the her best. No, no, no. The kendo stick was on the pole. Uh, it's still a pole, right? What is the definition of pole? Is a kendo stick a pole in itself? I think so. <laughs> Talk <laughs> about just it. Say, you just want to say pole. No, I just okay. want to. I just want to know. I you know, uh, you know, things matter here. Things matter. Mm-hmm. You, uh, yeah, a long, slender, rounded piece of wood or metal. Literally, a kendo stick is a pole. Thank you. Okay, continue with your point. My point was a kendo stick is a pole, and Alexa Bliss was not afraid to use it, and she gets the win. She is the Raw Women's Champion still, <laughs> and Bailey needs to may, Bailey needs to grow up a little bit. Bailey needs to know that she's fighting for her title. If she wants it so badly, why is she afraid of using a stipulation sanctioned by WWE? What it, a it, is, it is her what job a... to use that pole, and she didn't do her job. And you know what? That's insubordination. She should probably be sent down. What a garbage feud and a garbage story and a garbage possible conclusion to this feud. I. You think, you think that's the her, conclusion? I, I don't, don't have. I don't have faith that they're going to pay off the. Oh, Bailey learns how to get aggressive thing. Anywhere close to being correct, anyways, because. <laughs> They, they built her up as someone who was willing to get extreme. She asked the commissioner to get extreme. And then when the time came, she couldn't do it. She's a dork. 
This is what they've established. That is true. What is wrong? She was the one who begged Kurt Angle to make this an Extreme Rules match when Kurt Angle was just going to make it a regular singles match. And Bailey would have had no fears of that. Was she trying to just psych herself into it? Like, if I make this match, I have to face my fears and I have to do it. And then when the time came, she just couldn't do it. That makes her an even worse character then, doesn't it? I I mean, I I just, I just, that's the one out. The one out that they have because they're, they're burning money. Again, because they don't see anything in her, I don't think. But nevertheless, their one out is to to toughen her up and to make her against everything that makes her a likable human being that's worth marketing in some ways. Although this ties in perfectly with what Vince thinks a, at least for male superstars, should embody. They should be tough and be willing to break the rules when they need to and and to fight as opposed to being nice and friendly and courteous and be a fan of wrestling and things of that nature i just i just watched how clean as a sheet they pinned her they didn't even give her moves here he every time bailey got the upper hand she looked like a clumsy oaf like she did when she lost the belt to alexa when (laughs) You remember the kickout spot where she mm-hmm. rams her shoulder into the? I went, that was so. I thought that was the dumbest spot they could think of. And then they did this one where she whacks her shoulder into the kendo stick because Alexa's put it over there while she's pulling herself up. I just went, oh my god! And then then the DDT clean as a sheet, not even pulling trunks or anything. I just I I don't know, Rob. I don't think it's redeemable. I don't, and I don't have faith that they're going to redeem this. Probably not, but it's not over. It is not over yet. I want on Raw tomorrow night, Sasha Banks, victorious, giving a pep talk to Bailey. Like, we need to toughen you up. We need to toughen you up. We need to get you out there. We need to give you a steel chair. That. And what are you going to do with it? You know what I want? I want training montages. I do. I want training montages. I do. I want training montages. In, in you know, being I, I a want, WWE want... women superstar. Yeah. I want I want her to show Bailey the tape of her from Edge and Christian's awesome show where she's whacking Tommy Dreamer with a kendo stick. How much thought do you think went into Cesaro and Sheamus versus the Hardy Boys? And and when I say how much thought, there was a lot of thought. There was probably overthinking. How much real thought? How much smart thought went into the tag team title match? Not much. I think they 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 overplanned it. If, you know, they went a little too o- cute. Yes, that that's that was my exact terminology for it. Too cute by half on this one. Okay, we're gonna put four guys in a cage, and then everybody has to escape. And then not only has someone escape, they're gonna put themselves back in the match so that they can do this contrived high spot that we have planned out. And then they're gonna lose by a millisecond. Meh. It reminded me of uh, when, like, I think it may have been, like, the first or second, the very first or second uh, version of uh, SmackDown, uh, the video game, WWE SmackDown, WWF SmackDown. Bring the Pain, or is this? Well, Bring the Pain, I think, was the second or third one. Know Your Role was one. They all had those clever little catchphrase names. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like today where it's just WWE 2K whatever. Uh, SmackDown, those video games, they had the tag team cage matches. And when a partner left the ring, he was out. He could not re-enter. Could not re-enter right. at all. You were done. You were out. You escaped. It made no sense ever for a tag team to want to leave the ring with just one person. Like, you want to stay in there. If your partner's staying in, you got to stay in. 
You don't get out. And then you don't try to re-enter. What the hell is that? You're an idiot if you try to get out first. To me, this match with the Hardy Boys being dumb. Yes. <laughs> it was the a lot only, of people the on the only... show being dumb. Be, smart, yes. be smarter, guys. Be smarter. Be more like, uh, who are you going to be more like? Who's the smart one in so, WWE right now? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Why not? Align yourself with Triple H? Good. Align yourself with Kevin Owens as he's the champion? Good. Beat five dudes by staying out of the ring until the very finish when someone's prone? Good. Samoa Joe's smart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Smart dude. Samoa Joe deserves Brock Lesnar. Battle of wits. Battle of smarts. Yeah, this this match was just... It was... <laughs> I I did not enjoy it at all. 15 minutes too. The Hardy Boys don't need to be in 15 minute matches in WWE anymore. They don't. Six minutes. See your Hardy Boys. Go crazy for them. Buy the merch. See them leave. <laughs> wow, you have no use for them, right? No, I don't. I, I have use for the Hardy Boys. I think they're a good nostalgia act to have. While also you can, I mean, when Jeff Hardy goes out there, he can still be... Maybe not peak Jeff Hardy, but still interesting. Not in singles matches, really. I it's not like I don't have a use for the Hardy Boys. I don't need I don't need them to be in fifteen minute cage matches at this point. If they're gonna be like this, go go out there and do a fifteen minute tell Jeff and Matt Hardy to play in a fifteen minute cage match and let them do what they want to do. It would be better than what they were given tonight. Oh yeah. And Cesar and Seamus too. Those are two smart guys who have been around forever. They would know let what me to ask do. You. Let me ask you something. What did you think the original finish was going to be? Uh, the original finish, I saw uh, Trish Stratish coming to the ring and distracting, distracting Cesaro and then Jeff Hardy swerving everybody and turning on Matt. That was the original finish. I'm glad cooler heads prevailed and they did not do that. See, I had this idea. That they were going to do something where each one guy from, or like Cesaro and one of the Hardys were out, and the other Hardy would try and get out, but they'd use Cesaro's strength to keep him from reaching the actual floor. I thought they were going to try something even more clever than they did. So I'm, so this might have been an improvement in my eyes, but still the dragging him out and you know the the waiting, the waiting. Oh look, both guys have dropped down. Now I can pull out my brother that that no no thank you <laughs> oh that's right the hardys are brothers <laughs> we live in a world in 2017 jeff where brock lesnar is the champion of earth samoa joe is his number one contender and jinder mahal reigns supreme on smackdown this is the world we live in what a time to be alive speaking of alive the career of Austin Aries, not so much. Austin Aries lost clean submission style to Neville with the rings of Saturn. Neville retains the cruiserweight championship and he has to move on. It's over with Austin Aries. Austin Aries is going to be the guy now on the mid cards who's feuding with Noam Dar. That's his role now. I thought this was a better match than they got a reaction for, but it's. You know, it's part and parcel with the 205 Live brand being very, very tainted. Uh, you at least have the option with Austin Aries that you can turn him heel, unlike, say, Bailey. <laughs> um, and he'd still be a great heel, but I, yeah, I just, uh, the, I don't understand what you got out of beating Austin Aries three times here. 
I really don't. Three times. I, went, I'm a little... It went five months. I mean, the program went five months. It, it was pretty cool. It, it raised the stock of Neville, I think. Um, I, I yeah, probably raised the stock of Austin Aries a little bit, but without the Cruiserweight title on the line, he probably doesn't get a lot of time on Raw anymore. He's going to be strictly on 205 Live because uh, mm-hmm. anyone not feuding with Neville is ba- basically rendered to 205 Live. We had the last month where Rich Swan and Gnome Dar were on Raw a lot, uh, but that's because you're programmed with other established Raw stars. Austin Aries right now is kind of stricken to 205 Live. Maybe we'll be surprised. Maybe they find something for him to do. Or, possibly, maybe he's done as a cruiserweight altogether. Maybe they transition him into being something a little bit more. Uh, because, God forbid, how cool would it be to see like a Finn Balor Austin Aries program on Raw? That yeah. wouldn't be too shabby. No, I I'd, I'd like that a lot. I just it, it's just it's one of those things where you're not going to take to a guy after he's lost three times on what's looked at as a minor league brand and go, oh well, look at that, he really deserves this feud with Finn Balor type of thing. See Jinder Mahal. God, I want to see Austin Aries come out tomorrow on Raw and call out Brock. <laughs> Why the hell not? Just ignore the loss and just go go gung ho on like trying to just make your name. Call out Brock Lesnar. Austin Aries, Brock Lesnar. That's your SummerSlam main event. Okay. That was Extreme Rules. Overall, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the middle. Um, Leaning towards thumbs up because of the good ending. Uh, it, it was started out good, dipped in the middle, came back and redeemed itself in the end, I thought. Here are my big three pros. Samoa Joe getting the win in the main event of uh, the show and the main event being great. The Miz getting the Intercontinental title back because he's awesome with those secondary belts. He's a superstar. And Neville finally getting to move on from Austin Aries. I'm glad the Austin Aries-Neville stuff is done. Uh, I honestly did not want Austin Aries to win just because I didn't want to see this feud continue. And it would have if Austin Aries won. So those are my three pros. The cons being that the middle of these shows still tends to be pretty boring and sometimes very poorly thought out in the case of Alexa Bliss and Bailey and the case of the tag team title match. So... A lot of positives coming out of it, some negatives. Overall, the show to me is a thumbs in the middle because the main event, while it tried its best to save the entire show, it was still kind of a one-match show to me. And the rest of it, you don't ever have to see again. My pros and cons are mostly the same. I would replace the uh, Neville one with all five guys looked really, really good in that main event. I I thought it did everybody a good service to be in that match as opposed to say one guy looking bad or one guy getting beat up a little bit too much. And then for the cons, I would also add that the commentary tonight was atrocious, was absolutely atrocious with buzzwords and phrases and just, and Booker T being terrible. (laughs) Although I don't know if the, if the, the alternative would be good because the pre-show, which I don't know if you had a chance to watch any of the pre-show other than the match was Renee, Sam Roberts, and David Otunga. Oh my. And w- with an interview with Nia Jax. It it was uh it was bad. Who do you think is next for Neville at this point? Is it Rich Swan? Is it uh is it uh, Jack Gallagher again? Like who's next for Rich? Or for I would, uh, Neville? I I, w- I would guess in terms of a special event program, it's gonna be Rich Swan, but they're yeah. going to blow off the TJP thing in between. That's true. I, yeah, I didn't know if they were going to do the blow off of the TJP yet or if they keep stewing that because fans aren't going to cheer for TJP. No. Everyone's done with it's, TJP. 
It's going to be a heel versus heel feud, and nobody's going to care. No one will care. People barely cared about Austin Aries and Neville on this match, and those are two of your top guys on 205 mm-hmm. Live. Uh, so we'll see about that. We're going to be back later this week talking the fallout of the show, talking about Raw and SmackDown, and pretty much we got the final push in a way. We have two weeks until the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Maybe we'll get one step closer to figuring out what the hell Rusev is going to do. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.